Greetings, I'm Karen Colligan. Welcome to the Let's Talk Leadership Podcast. I'm the founder of a leadership organization called PeopleThink, where I created the Keep It Real Leadership Program. And what that does is it equips and it elevates emerging and advancing leaders. It's all online and it can be done anywhere and it can be done at any time. What I know for sure is all leaders lead differently. And that's the beauty of leadership. It's so important to understand what your unique leadership style is. Now that word is worth repeating, unique, because everyone has their own leadership style, which will inform you how you're going to help your team and organization move forward. You gotta be real and you gotta be bold and you gotta drive to take action. Let's face it, people look to their leaders for vision. They look to their leaders for coaching and growth opportunities. And this is why as a leader, you wanna be crystal clear about your unique leadership style and competencies. The whole purpose of the Let's Talk Leadership Podcast is to speak to a variety of leaders who are in different industries with different titles at different levels to better understand their unique way of leading. We're going to ask each leader the same six questions so we can provide you with a diverse way of looking at leadership. We want you to find those treasures that will help you be the best leader only you can be. So let's get moving and talk to our next leadership guest. In this episode, I am so happy to be speaking to Alta Brink, who is a program manager, and we're going to hear all about Alta's approach to leadership. So Alta, welcome, and thank you for being with us today. Hi, Karen. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be with you. So Alta, before we get into this whole leadership conversation, why don't you give us a little overview about who you are? I became a product manager kind of by accident. Mm. I grew up in a technology environment and went through all the steps, became a project manager and then a program manager. And what I've learned out of this is it is so important with the people that you have to deal with every day because they can be people that you have control over, or not control over necessarily, but people that you have some influence over, versus people that you may talk to once or twice a week, and that's it. But you have to make sure that you're always there for them. So Alta, the influence element is so important. And um, my guess is we're going to be talking a little bit more about that as we go through our time together. So thank you for that, Alta. 
My first question is what I know is a big question. And yet I think it's the only way for us to kind of get our head around what you're thinking in terms of leadership. So it's very personal. Leadership is very individual. And so help us understand, how do you define leadership, Alta? So for me, leadership is the ability to inspire people to bring their A-game always. And inspiring people can take so many different forms. You always have to lead by example. If you're not true to yourself, you're not going to be true to the people you, you work with. Doing the right thing is another big part for me on how you inspire people. And doing the right thing may be something as simple as taking somebody for a walk and just hear what they have to say. There's something they're struggling with. And they just, they just need, need an ear. They don't necessarily want you to do something or react. They just want to know you're there to help them, that they can become their next best thing that they want to become. I love the whole idea, inspiring people. And, you, you know, you just said something so important about the fact that People are going to be inspired in different ways. And so what you just indicated was maybe some people need to talk. Maybe you need to go for a walk and maybe they just need to know you're listening to them. And then on the flip side of that, maybe inspiration means just rah, rah and help them do it that way. And so what's so important, again, from what you said is you have to be true to yourself. And you have to lead in the best way possible and pay attention to who your team members are. So I'm curious. So values, and, and, and you just talked a little bit about that uh, in, in terms of how you would inspire. When I think of values, Alta, the, the way I look at values is I really think about values as our guiding light. It, it's almost like it's our core. It's like we can't not do something because our values are so strong. And as a leader, we have to be really concrete about what those values are. So, so what are your top three values when you think of yourself as a leader, leading your projects, leading your teams? For me, the three most important values are respect, integrity, and authenticity. They go hand in hand. And if I think back about the leaders in my life that I really admire, those are the people that respected others. They're the people that respect themselves. And it, it's a unit. And always have to do something with integrity and be true. Do not have two different faces depending on who it is that you're talking to or working with. Yeah. And tell me a little bit about this authenticity. Tell, tell us a little bit about what you mean by that. I have a big challenge to being fake about anything or anybody. So for me, it is, I want to make sure everybody is true so that if somebody comes to me with a question or they need to run an idea by me, that they know that when I'm going to have that conversation with them, mm -hmm. it is really what I feel and mean and I'm true to what they want, mm -hmm. want to do or hear or know. Yeah, and it goes back to what you said about the definition of leadership. I mean, each person is going to be an individual. And yet, as you just indicated from the values perspective, authenticity, like what you see is what you get, Alta. I mean, that's what I just heard. Exactly. Now. Yeah. And whether you exactly. want to see it or not, that's what it is. <laughs> that, that's fabulous. And, and what's interesting yeah. is, and it kind of goes back to this whole philosophy about the keep it real leadership um, process that, that 
everybody's unique, Alta, and we have to respect them enough to allow them to be who they are. And from a leader perspective, if you're talking about your values as respect, integrity, and authenticity, you're saying, okay, you are who you are, and I'm going to respect that. You also have to respect me for who I am. And then from the integrity perspective, I know if I asked you a question, Alta, you're going to give me the answer. And I may not want that answer, but that's the answer you're going to give me. That is exactly the case. Yeah. And, and that is hard for some people to accept that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it's like you go to one parent and they say one thing, oh, I don't like that. I'll go to the next parent. And when you're leading, right. what happens is they've got one parent and that's the answer. So therefore, so, and, and that goes back, back also Alta to this whole thing around boundaries. I mean, you've got to be able as a leader to hold your boundaries, which if you have strong values, that's your guiding light. Those are your boundaries. Clear. You got it. I mean, they might not like it. However, it's about your, your values and your boundaries. If we think about the current world <laughs> and we think about the enormous amount of transition and change, I mean, let's just face it. I mean, between the global pandemic, we've got the civil unrest, we've got the economic fallout. Each person is taking this information in our life in different ways, and it's a transition, and it's a change, and that really impacts people. So my question to you is, how do you, Alta, lead through transition and change? So, you know, as they say, our only consistency in life is change. <laughs> Everything is going to change at some point. So for me... Um, my first thing that I, that I do is to understand, to try my best to understand the change, how other people would receive it. So, for example, if I do a, let's say we do a technical project implementation, the team, a team member is going to have a different level of change experience than our end user, than our external client, than our external customer. So it's really understand what the change is for the different people impacted and then address their fears and make their fears palatable so that you can help them to say, okay, how do we understand what it is that you are worried about? How do we get there? So it's really empathizing with the people and know that everybody doesn't experience everything the same way. You have to get to... Your, your different people you're dealing with and how they think they will be impacted. And, you know, as we just indicated, you know, change in impacts everybody very differently. And what happens with change is fear automatically comes in and it could be fear of the unknown. It could be fear of I'm so excited yet. It's still the unknown what's going to happen. And to individually think through that Alta about, okay, this is a change we're going through. How does it impact you? And how can I, as a leader, help you move through the change? Because change is really emotional because we don't know what's going to happen yet. So, you know, we make up stories in our heads and next thing you know, the sky is falling. And then you also said something about the empathy piece and how we have to be empathetic. So how do you, how are you empathetic with people going through change that's different than maybe what you're experiencing? So for, for me personally, it's hard to start a conversation with anybody, quite frankly. 
But for, for the only way for me to work through this is actually to start that conversation and have the conversation with someone say, tell me what it is that you think is going to be the big obstacle for you. So it's just show them that you really care and that you're trying to help. And oftentimes when you start that conversation, when you give people the opportunity to say out loud what they're afraid of, they're like, oh, this is fine. We can do this. And then move forward. Well, isn't it funny? As soon as people mention it out loud, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, maybe that's not so big. And then you can take it apart and make it into those smaller pieces. So we start to see, oh, this change won't be so awful as long as we break it down a little bit. And I want to say, Alta, this goes back to something you just said about your values, about that authenticity. Like your favorite thing isn't to start a conversation. And yet, you know, as a leader, that's really important for the people that you're leading and that you're going to have to have that conversation and you're going to do it in your way, which is hopefully the expectation. And you're not trying to put your things onto them or them onto you, but to listen. So what we know is that the best leaders are curious. The best leaders are always learning. And we need to continue to expand. So what resources have you used to make sure that you're on that leading edge, that you really are growing, that you really are um, looking at how am I going to expand? What's trending? What, what do you do to keep your mind moving and, and open? So I use a lot of networking tools to find out what is the topic of the day. Mm. And I I love acronyms. And if I don't know what the acronym means, I go find out. It's like what, when people talk about X, Y, Z, what do they mean and where, where do they get it? The, my biggest challenge is I don't have a very long attention span. So I need to look for short, short webinars, short online articles, um, something that is very quick to consume. And um, so that is pretty, and right now we are so internet bound that that is pretty much where I go to get um, my information or, or learn more. And the other big thing is random magazines. So we, these days, we have access to so many magazines. So if you look at any industry magazine, there's so much to learn. And um, because different industries just do things differently. And then podcasts. It's the other place where I actually find a lot of good stuff these days to just listen to and learn and it makes you think. Yeah. And what's really important when you, you start talking about everything's on internet, the random magazine idea, because one never knows what you're going to find in terms of another industry. The webinars, I mean, a lot of us say we're zoomed out and, and that type of thing. And yet that's the place that we can go that we can still learn the podcast ideas. I'm with you. I mean, I have a short attention span. And if it, anything's too long, I'm like, click, click, click. I'm out completely get that. And the idea that you have to keep growing. I mean, every single day, if we don't stay curious, then what are we going to bring to our teams? I mean, it's just, um, I always say it's just not fair to our teams, which leads me to my next question is, you know, if you think about how you grow and you think about how you want to continue to learn and be curious, what do you do for your teams to help them recognize they too have to be curious? They too have to learn. And so what do you do for their development opportunities? And um, take them out of their comfort zone. Ooh. So 
ask, ask them to do something that they've either never done before or they think they simply cannot do. The big thing there, though, is make sure that they know it's okay to fail. Mm. They, you will be there for them if they fail. And you also need to know when to step in when it's just to prevent a catastrophe. But that's a big thing. Take them out of their comfort zone and see what it, what is new and what they come back with. Okay. So then I'm going to go back to the fear thing we talked about earlier is your ability to allow them that little bit of fear. I mean, that's really can be inspiring. Um, and let them know that you will help them if they go too far or if they cannot accomplish or if, 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 I mean, we could go on with that because there's right. nothing scarier than to think I'm going to take this on. I'm out of my comfort zone and I have nobody to help me. I'm nobody to catch me. So knowing again, to go back to your values, integrity, she told me she would let me go. And she also told me that she will catch if I need to, to need some help goes back to, do I trust my leader Alta? She said, she's going to do this. Okay. I'm in and I'm going to grow and learn. And um, it's scary. And there's lots of fear that can come with that. My last question is a question that I think is so incredibly important to be a role model for. Um, and when I think about, you know, what we do to fill our souls. And so, you know, my, my question to you is, what do you do to feed your soul? What, what's the art? What's the culture? What's the music? Like what, what, and I don't care what it is. I mean, it can be completely off the wall and what feeds you so that you can be strong enough and have that strength to say really um, close to your respect, integrity, and authenticity. So for me, it's travel. I'm just to experience new people, new places, new cultures, different arts. And then COVID kicked in. Yeah. Um, so I'm not a good um, arm, armchair traveler. So what I've been doing this year, not being able to travel, is use streaming services and use their recommendations. So if I have a playlist, for example, a podcast, and they say, here is a recommended list for you, and it was maybe something that I would never, ever have listened to. I would go and listen to it. It's like, okay, there is something new. So kind of expand that way and try to find new things. Yeah. I mean, the travel bug is really um, debilitating for a lot of us. And and trying to keep that experience alive at, at some level. And then what I'll say to you is, so, you know, you're doing some streaming things and this goes back to how you continue to grow and learn and be curious. And, you know, they have so many things on Netflix and all those with Discovery Channel. And, and you know, they have so many museums have opened up their exhibits so that you can, you know, travel into the, the buildings and be able to see the exhibitions. And you know what? It's not the same. It's, it's just it's not. I know. It's not. I know. And yeah. if we don't do something to fill up, then you know, then that's disastrous as well. Uh, you know, it, it's funny about the travel thing. I just keep adding to my list of where I want to go. I mean, it's like, okay, here, oh, right. yeah, oh, here. And so the more I learn, the more I'm like, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do that. So that's fabulous. So yeah. I'll, I'll just ask quick, like, if everything opened up in October, where would your first trip be? 
So my first trip would probably be to South Africa, ah. um, simply because I really need to see the family. But I have had this absolute urge to just go to Europe and just go walk. Mm-hmm. No plan, no big reservations, just go experience. Yeah, understood. And just to take it all in, just to take it all in. Right. And yes, we all need to get back to our families, don't we? Yes. Yours happens yep. to be a little yep. bit further away than mine. However, we all understand what, <laughs> what family is. Okay. Yeah. So Alta, my goodness gracious, it goes, the time goes so fast. I'm like, Oh, I want to keep talking. I've got more questions. Although both of us said we have short attention spans, so we better end this podcast <laughs> now or nobody's yeah. going to listen to it. So I want to say to you, yeah. thank you, my goodness gracious. Thank you so much for your insights, for your thoughts, for being, you know, filled with integrity and telling us the truth about, about what you're thinking. And you know, it continues to just inspire me to to hear how people really trade stays true to themselves and, and pay such good attention to who they are as a leader. So I'm really grateful for your very, very wise words. So thank you, Alta. And thank you for having me. This has been a great, great thinking process, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm stretching all of our minds, right? Yes, it's very important. So thanks for listening. I'm Karen Colligan, and you've been listening to Alta Brink, Program Manager. Till the next episode of the Let's Talk Leadership Podcast, have a good one. And don't forget to keep it real. Music by Poddington Bear. Editing by Mary Lee Williams. (laughs) 